Hey guys, welcome to the John Papaloni Show. This week has been outstanding. I am so excited about this guest. I, I just could not wait to do this interview on another time. I had to do it today. So I thought I'm going to do an extra bonus podcast this week, you know, and, and, and it's just, it's going to be an incredible show. Very excited. As you can tell, we're live and we're live on YouTube. We're live on Facebook. We're live on Instagram. I was sorry, live on YouTube, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And I'm just ecstatic. Dustin, welcome to my show. Uh, thanks for having me, man. Really appreciate it. Appreciate you. Absolute pleasure, man. I, I, I just, yeah, like I, like we were talking yesterday and it's like, you know what, we got to get this going. I was just like, you know, it, it's just incredible. I mean, like you're in the same space that I am yeah. and you've got a lot to offer. So I thought conversation is going to happen today. Oh, let's have some fun. Yeah, man, for sure. So let's start off with, you know what, why don't you give a brief intro? Who, who are you? What do you do? And how did you get here? And we'll go from there. Oh my God. How much time do you have? Okay. So, uh, name's Dustin Pritchard been a real estate broker for 15 years now, something like that. I got into the, I've been doing high performance sales teams for about 20 years, 20 plus years. So coaching, mentoring agents, uh, building sales team, sales businesses. That's been my experience. And uh, <clears throat> I built a, oh, I built a large brokerage from scratch in Canada, actually not too far from Grimsby, actually London, Ontario, and built it to from zero to 63 agents in my last year as CEO, 843 transactions. So not too shabby, did okay. Uh, decided to sell the business uh, to my business partner and then go step into the virtual space because, uh, <coughs> excuse me, when we have a business, that business outputs a lifestyle. And the business that I had at the time wasn't outputting the lifestyle that I was looking for. The money was there, uh, the prestige was there, but the travel, the adventure, the freedom, just wasn't so it was time to change my business model so that I could output the, the lifestyle that I was looking for so that's where I am today so I've distilled everything that I've learned over the last 20 years and put it into one nice little concise package called mega momentum mentors and that's what I do now I my passion my specialty is mentoring other mentors and helping them leverage their license, leverage their business into a business that keeps on paying them even when they retire, keeps on paying them equity, cash flow, and uh, the ability to help other people succeed is the vehicle. So it's really, for me, it's all about mentorship, helping other people mentor, helping other people learn and grow and build their business. Absolutely. And that, that is awesome. And you know what? It's just so inspiring. This is the thing though. Like you, you got rid of the brokerage stance, but you, you know, obviously for travel and whatever, like you're not even in Canada now, right? Like that, that's incredible. So you're working and you're out of the country. Oh, it's like, I, I, yeah, exactly. I used to sell hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of homes and I'm still selling lots of homes, but one, I'm not selling them myself. And two, I'm doing it from the beach. Yeah. And I remember you were saying that the team allows you the to operate more efficiently and actually bring in better returns than actually having the brokerage oh my god yes absolutely like for those of you considering opening a brokerage please don't don't do it it's uh it's intense amount of effort and risk associated with it um i used to run a half a million dollar a year burn just to be able to keep my doors open that's not including profit paying myself or anything like that so um now i've traded all that for nothing i have no overhead I'm actually paid to work at my company. So uh, I've traded all that overhead, all that risk for a lot less effort, a lot less time and triple the profitability. Triple. It's insane. 
And, and let's be honest, right? We're in 2022. It's not like we're in 1980 something where there was some form of like major difference between the brokerage and what we're doing now. There's so many great options out there that are like, you know, whether you want a brick and mortar or whether you want a tech company, whether you want more options than just a real estate brokerage, like there's so many more doors that have opened since that it's like you said, it's just not worth having that anymore because yeah. why, why build it for yourself and, and take on all those extra expenses and responsibilities when you could take something that, that has the technology based behind it and other options. And exactly. you're able to, you know, basically in a way do the same thing without the headache. Well, you know, realtors only had a, a couple of choices, you know, a decade or two decades ago, they could, you know, commission sales and work for a broker or open up their own team or brokerage. Uh, and teams weren't even that popular a long time ago. It was really just become a broker owner and absorb all that risk. But the technology today, the business models today have allowed us as a realtor to step into so many other revenue streams, not just selling homes, but when you're selling homes, you're also getting revenue share and stock awards and referral income and building a business that doesn't just pay you today from commission sales, but pays your retirement, pays you tomorrow. Right. So you, you the effort that you're putting in every single day can be amplified like magnificently, like exponentially just by applying a little bit of strategy to how you do your business and the business models that you're associating with and, and, and running your, your business. in. Yeah, for sure. Now, let me ask you something, though. And it's kind of a silly question, but why real estate? Like what made you get into real estate? Well, I've been in sales for my entire life, right? So I did a lot of contract work. I ran a lot of companies, marketing companies, uh, servicing Fortune 500 companies, and customer acquisition was our specialty. Um, but the 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 money, the income generated off the effort was was small. And so what I was looking at, you know, okay, so I wanted to take my knowledge base. I built a sales team of 200 sales agents in four different provinces, Canada, services, massive, massive clients, and the income was good, but Again, it wasn't leveraged. It wasn't. Um, it, it required me to show up every single day. It didn't give me the the means to be able to uh, work less and make more. So it was. It was just. It was just. It was a good business that made good money, but I wanted to transition to something that was going to give me a lot more flexibility as far as the income earning potential, but also the income earning potential for all the people that I mentor and I train. So I got into real estate because it's a high ticket item. It's a high ticket item that everybody needs. It's a commodity that is just pretty much part of like, unless you want to live under a rocket or a cardboard box, you're going to need shelter. So it's something that everybody needs and wants. Uh, it's a decent price point. It's a really good investment for your clients to be able to, you know, to, to build out their lives or build up equity and, and move themselves forward. So there's so many different reasons why real estate was exciting for me, but it, it actually came down to one decision. I was, um, I was fixing and flipping houses. So I was, uh, I was, you know, flipping a house or two a year and making good margins. But whenever I'd hire a realtor to help me, um, I was, I was finding that they just simply weren't doing the job. They weren't negotiating, they weren't manufacturing opportunity. Uh, and so I was becoming frustrated because I was leaving money. Not only was I paying a commission, but I was leaving money on the table as an investor. So that created a frustration. I'm a problem solver. I'm like, well, screw it. I'll just do it myself. I know how to sell. And I know how to you know, take courses and learn things. So I, I self-study pretty much everything. So I got my real estate license to be able to save money on the commissions, make more margins as a fix and flip and an investor. 
But then I learned that I really liked it. I really enjoyed helping other people build their portfolios. I, I cut my teeth on investment properties, student rentals, multifamily housing, and that type of thing, because I really enjoy the business of real estate. So I really loved serving those people. But, you know, being an entrepreneur and being a manager and sales leader, it, it was never something that I wanted to do for 40 years, right? I, I have a ton of respect for those realtors that are 40-year veterans, and they've been slinging houses for 40 years just not my jam. It's just not my thing. So getting into a sales business was always the, the first step. Learning how to sell, learning how to do it well was always step one. Step two was leveraging my knowledge, my power, my ability to be able to manufacture a business that continues to pay me even more on the beach. So that was always the intention. That's always my intention and in how I build my business. And that's, that's my passion. That's why I like finding good, solid mentors, coaches, leaders that love helping other people because if you can if you can manufacture success or help other people along their path and their journey of becoming successful as a realtor and you can participate in that journey and make a business out of it man it's the most fulfilling thing in the world and so that's that's always where i gravitate towards i gravitate towards helping and coaching and leading people down that path to being able to build a business around their license right well that's the reciprocity thing right and that's the way it is got to give the get well, the business, like this industry has been good to me, right? And and it's uh, it just feels really nice to be able to give back. Like, you know, I, I built a strong business, built a, uh, a bunch of skill sets to be able to do what I do. And over the last couple of years, I translated that active income that required me to be present on site, leading the charge from the front, slinging houses, selling homes, being a listing agent to doing exactly what I do right now, which is, uh, you know, coaching agents. I, I'm selling lots of homes, but I don't do it myself. I coach agents. I help them achieve success in their business, in their brand, in their territory and geographical location. Well, let me ask you something. Like throughout your years, what, what did you find was your biggest struggle and how did you get, overcome it? Ego. 100% ego. Biggest struggle. Uh, you don't know what you don't know, but if you approach – if you approach your business or your life with this, you know, this paradigm that you know everything, you've been, you know, like you're, you're badass. I, I'm a good realtor. I'm good at sales and I'm good at managing people, right? But I had to learn how to open my mind and open my heart to learning new things and learning things from other people. And it was probably the biggest lesson that I learned where, you know, I have some natural talent. So I could beat my face against my business and force it to give me what I want. But man, is that ever tough? It, it sucked, and there's a lot of trials and tribulations. There was a lot of um, a lot of pain, a lot of lessons that didn't need to be learned the hard way, right? So I was stubborn and egotistical, and once I stopped, once once I opened up my mind and said, you know what, there's a lot of people out there that are kicking my ass, and how about I sidle up right next to them and just absorb as much as I possibly can from those people? And once I learned that lesson, my business took off. It just, it didn't just take off. It, it launched into the stratosphere and it became easy, so much easier and faster, and much more pleasant because I wasn't doing it by myself. And I was able to, I was able to learn and grow and have conversations with thought leaders and people that are, that are of like mind and ambitious individuals. And it just made it a hell of a lot more fun. I was For a sure. Tap in to people that are kicking your ass, right? Well, again, that, that's the uh, abundance mindset. That means that's, you know, there's plenty to go around and there's opportunities everywhere. And that's the way anyone getting into the business should be thinking, right? Like I've seen way yeah. too many times where people, you know, like you're talking to someone and they're looking at you like you're a monster or a ghost or something. And it's like, and the problem is 
they are they're not looking at it through the eyes of you know let's work together they're looking at you oh you're the competition why would i help you you know and it's just ridiculous because you know what nobody ever builds anything by themselves and if you look at all the success stories and all the biggest companies all came off of working with other people and helping each other out look even let's let's take the big real estate guru grant cardone one of the things he said himself he said it himself or was it his wife one of them said that they learned how to expand their business the most when they realized that other people were not their competition but they were allies that they could work together and, and blow each other up it's all leverage. It's all leverage. And it's also like a servant leader kind of mentality as well. Like when we're um, like, I, I literally was just talking about this with Cheryl Easton on my podcast a, a little while ago. Um, and, you know, a lot of a lot of people think and like uh, they think an employee kind of business management, kind of a, a old school 1980s uh, a paradigm where you got the CEO at the top and then you got executives and then you got managers. And then at the very bottom is your customer base. Right. But in reality, with attraction marketing and servant leadership and really taking advantage of uh, the business culture that is today with technology and giving before you receive, you turn that pyramid upside down. You're at the very bottom and your job is to serve every single other person in that experience. That includes that includes the other realtors on the other side. The mortgage brokers, the lenders, you know, the appraisers, the inspectors, the contractors, everybody, your clients, their family, everybody that comes into contact with you. It's an agency thing. We serve them. Our job is to to help them have an amazing experience. And when you operate from that perspective, that you are there, not as the person that, you know, like I, I'm, you know, I'm the cat's meow and I charge 6% or 10% or whatever your rate is because I'm the best agent in the world. You turn that around and say, you know what? My job is to provide you with an amazing experience. My job is to help you transition from A to B. You told me you wanted to get there. I want to make it easy, simple, painless. And I want it to be so pleasant that you tell your friends and family about it. And you come back to me every single time you need my help. Yeah. Makes total sense. Now you got something going on next week that I want to, you know, you'd expand on the 30 day challenge. I'm yeah, excited to hear about yeah, it. Yeah, that's super fun, man. This is the third round of this challenge that we've done. It actually started off um, back in my old company because I built my old company and that huge success story off of brand new baby agents. I wanted to be able to bring people in and train them right, right from the get-go and not have other people's baggage and other people's systems and things like that. So I trained new agents how to become successful because uh, I, I was operating up under a paradigm that uh, the – the uh, most agents actually fail this industry. Most agents don't succeed. 80% of the people that come into real estate, they leave the business within three to four years. And, and I say fail the industry for a reason because the industry is awesome. It's amazing. Like there's, I've never seen anything else out there that gives a realtor, somebody like us, like this kind of CEO level opportunity to build a massive, massive business and success story for yourself. So I've never seen that kind of thing before. So um, an agent shouldn't fail the industry at that scale. And the only reason why that I identified is because uh, they just don't get the mentorship and training that they need. The buried entry to become an agent in insurance, mortgage, real estate, whatever it happens to be, is very low. 
is very low. It doesn't cost very much. Doesn't take much time. Uh, some is a little. Some areas are a little bit more stringent than others, but still the barrier to entry is very low. Uh, it's it's uh, it's not like you have to go through six years of school and become an intern or like a doctor or something like that. So the barrier to entry is super super low, and so that allows a lot of people to come into the industry. And the the biggest problem that I see is that they lack mentorship. They lack uh, systems, they lack experience, they don't know what they don't know. And a lot of people coming into this industry are coming in from an employee standpoint. They were employees before, so they're used to that kind of a paradigm. And when you jump in to real estate, a lot of people think, okay, so I'm coming into real estate, it's going to be like a job experience. And it's just not like that. You're operating a business, you're starting a business from scratch, right? So when you're a business owner, there's a lot of different things that you need to do as a business owner for you to become successful. And a lot of agents, they come into the industry and they just don't know all those different mechanical pieces of running a successful real estate business, right? So they don't know what they don't know. And interning with other agents, mentoring with other agents and tapping into other people's experiences is the fastest way to help agents grow their business. So I have a thing, like when I'm mentoring agents, days to first dollar is incredibly important because most agents on average across North America, they do five or six deals a year. Most And 90% and of agents do not make $100,000 a year, right? And everybody that I talk to and I coach and I ask them, how much money do you want to make? They say, I want to make a hundred grand. And, but only 10% of agents in North America make a hundred thousand dollars. But 40, 45% of my students do over $100,000 a year after about three to six months of working with me. And the, the, the reason behind that is a, it's, it's a it's paradigm shift. It's a thought process. I need to get them to their first paycheck as fast as possible. That means right from day one, they need to put an intense amount of effort into their business every single day, consistently over a short period of time to be able to get that output. So because I built that brokerage from scratch, from brand new baby agents, and the only way to grow my business was to help them become successful quickly, I had to create a systematic approach to doing that. So I created this 30-day challenge specifically to launch brand new baby agents, help them get that authority, that visibility online and offline so that you know they don't, they're not faced with imposter syndrome themselves. Like when you're a new agent, you, like you, you, you go to a listing appointment, you're like, ah, I don't even know if I'm giving them right advice and things like that. So if you tap into mentor and you tap into somebody that's been there and done that, then you're tapping into their experience and you get to write on their coattails. So I created the 30 day challenge so they can do all the right things every single day over a 30 day period, building a habit specifically and getting that market exposure. And what I found was that the majority of the students that took that challenge and went through that process for a 30 day period, uh, they were able to actually achieve a six figure income level in 30 days. Now I had done this myself a number of times, but I, I, I needed to help other people do that, right? So I created that blueprint, wrote the book, did the guide, do the challenge every day so that they can go through that process, okay? But what I also found was that a lot of agents that were experienced agents, maybe people that were just moving brokerages and they had to restart, relaunch, or maybe they were struggling a little bit, life challenges, whatever it happened to be, they were also able to tap into this and they were able to launch their business, relaunch their business on a month to month basis. Actually, I know people that are launching their business with a 30 day challenge every single month because it's just a blueprint. Super easy, right? All you got to do is follow instructions. Um, and then on top of that, 
I found that the challenge was so effective in helping other realtors become successful that mentors were getting their people to join the challenge because you just got to be a part of this. You got to be doing this. You got to be doing these things every day to get the results that you're looking for. So the mentors were able to use this as a tool to be able to enhance their experience as a mentor, as a leader, as somebody that's guiding somebody else in this industry. So the 30 day challenge was specifically built just so that we can launch agents and then it turned into an animal that just it, it helps a lot of people become super successful so that's why i did the challenge and if you're interested in the challenge all you got to do is go to www.megamomentumchallenge.com it's megamomentumchallenge.com check it out it's a free challenge 30 days of intensive effort and and i guarantee you you do everything that i ask you to do every single day and you put positive motivated energy behind it there's no reason why you can't achieve a six-figure income level within 30 days, okay? You can do it. I've done it many times myself. My students have done it. And uh, we're rocking out this challenge on Monday, this Monday coming up, 11 o'clock. Monday morning, Eastern Standard Time is when we start. Go to megamomentumchallenge.com. Check it out. Register. It's free. And uh, you, get to, uh, you get to have fun with a whole bunch of other agents that are all doing exactly the same thing putting intense effort into their business online and offline so they can become those community influencers in their business in their local geographical location, right? Fantastic, man. That's uh, incredible. And, and, and that's the thing, right? So obviously it's not limited to brokerage. It doesn't matter what brokerage you're in. So, which is no, great because it's all no, about- no, this is, Guys, this is brand agnostic. Like I'm part of EXP Realty and I came over to this business for a reason because- I want to be able to give the agents that I mentor the same CEO kind of opportunity that I have. And I'm ambitious. I'm, I, I'm a business builder. So I mentor mentors. And if you're a business oriented entrepreneurial realtor, this business, this business model that I joined was specifically engineered to give me what I wanted. Right. So, uh, but it's not about that business. It's about, this is brand agnostic. This is for anybody. doesn't matter if you're part of Remax, EXP, Keller Williams. It doesn't really matter. We all face the same issues. It doesn't matter if you're in the insurance business in the exterior realty or exterior, or if you're in a mortgage business, we're all in commission sales. And in order for us to make good money easily, efficiently, and build a lifestyle and not be a slave to our business, we now have to change our business model and how we approach our consumer. Our consumer is online, they're offline. They're used to receiving before they give, right? You need to learn how to attract people to you instead of waving a flag and saying, hey, look, I just sold this property. Look, I just sold this for $100,000 or asking. No one gives a shit. No one cares. Nobody cares about you know other people achieving success. All they care about is the experience that you're able to deliver to them, right? So, like, for example, when you're buying a property, you're buying a lifestyle. If you buy a property on the beach here in Akamal, then you're buying a beach lifestyle, right? So uh, it's, it's really important to be able to guide people through that kind of experience and attract people to you. But the way we do that is, like, we, we talk about our communities. We talk about amenities. We talk about the features that are close by. We talk about our own experiences enjoying our community. We talk about our, our experiences serving customers. We talk about our customers' experience. But it's never, just a, it's never just a just sold or a just bought or, hey, I just listed this. No one cares. They care about what's in it for me. So if you're able to deliver that kind of an experience to them online and offline, make it all about them and their, their life and their experience, then you're really, truly serving those people. 
Keyword there was serving. Yep, servant leadership. That's what it's all about. Now, let me ask you something. How do you know you've had a successful day? <sighs> That's an interesting question, actually. How do you know that you've had a successful day? Um, it kind of depends. You move the needle. You just have to move the needle. Even a little tiny bit, you just move the needle. If you can move the needle today, you've moved forward, right? A successful day means that you've been able to uh, move a client from one stage to another or uh, move your business, work on your business or work in your business, right? Achieve something. Typically what I do is I make a list at the beginning of the day of all the things that I want to achieve that day. I knock those suckers off and at the end of the day, if I'm, if I'm tired and I'm like, okay, I achieved a lot today or you know what, maybe I didn't get everything on my list done, but I got a crap ton done. Like I've moved the needle. So it's, it's really just about consistency. Consistency is the key. It's like we talked about before. That's the keystone to any kind of success story in any business is consistency. So moving the needle every single day, it doesn't matter if even it's a lot, a little or a lot, you're, you're consistently moving your business forward. Wonderful. That, that's yeah, a great like, answer. Get, get your ass off the couch and do this, do the tough stuff that you don't want to do, but you know, moves your business forward. You know, like you, you coach agents too. And we did this the other day. Hey, what's your ATM? This thing, this is your ATM, right? You know that picking up the phone makes you money. You know that oh, out of a hundred people that are in your database, six of them are making a move in the next six months. You just gotta go get it. Right. So move the needle. Even if you just make two or three phone calls today, you're moving the needle. Right. Or make 50 phone calls today. It doesn't really matter. That's just as an example. But, you know, you just, you're right. you attack it consistently every single day. Well, here's another point, right? Like you see a house go up in your neighborhood. Yeah. What does that usually mean? It means another one's coming up very soon because yeah. usually one person starts, then the other one follows. That may be the key indication to go start knocking on doors. Oh, my God. If a house shows up in your neighborhood and it's not your sign, that's also another key indicator there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you're not doing. This is your neighborhood. Unless you don't like your neighborhood where you're living, then you should be farming and marketing that neighborhood. You're li it's, it's right there. It's your lowest hanging fruit. Absolutely. And, yeah, we talked about it yesterday where about um, community marketing and not trying to overreach and try to be everything for everybody. Yeah, um, you make more money by saying no than by saying yes. Exactly. I mean, like, let me ask you something. Did you always know that or, or is that something, you know, was trial and error? Like, how did you uh, come across that? Because I'll be honest, when I started, I, I was that same dummy that tried to be everything for everybody. Yeah, me too. And, <clears throat> well, no. I learned very quickly. It doesn't work. <laughs> six months. It took yeah. me six months. It took me, it took me, and the, and the straw that broke the camel's back was, uh, I drove three hours away to show a property and this is my own fault. I didn't qualify a client. Like I was a baby. Okay. So uh, I wouldn't be making that mistake today, but you know, I drove three hours to show an income property to somebody and we showed up, showed the property, had a great conversation with them. And then I started asking them questions. I'm like, okay, so you know, what's your, how much do you have for deposit? Do you own any other properties? Uh, how long have you been an investor for? What are your goals? What are you trying to do? So I was essentially doing a discovery after driving three hours to find out that this guy actually didn't have any money, he says, oh, you mean that I can't buy this with no money down? Oh, man. At that point in time, I'm like, okay, one, I drove three hours away. It's not my turf. This is not my, I'm not an expert in this area. I should have referred this business out. That was three hours there, three hours back. That's three, six hours out of my day. What could I have been doing with those six hours? 
And it just made me angry. Not only did I not do something with those six hours, but I wasted that time and energy and that, that mental energy, all that kind of stuff. And I embarrassed myself to myself. I was like, I treated myself like a professional door opener as opposed to a professional. Love that statement there. Professional door opener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was awesome. I do. Yeah. Don't do that. No, definitely not. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't be a professional door opener, right? Like, you're, 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 you're a real estate professional. You're a white collar professional, right? You have an incredible opportunity just and, and, and a responsibility just because the barrier to entry to get into real estate is small does not reduce the size of the responsibility that we have to our clients and taking good care of them. Right? So saying no to business that you can't serve amazingly actually is a really good thing for you in many, many different ways. One, you might actually turn it uh, turn it into a sale, but by giving it to somebody else and getting a referral. So now somebody else has done majority of the work and you're getting a nice referral and you didn't have to drive six hours or whatever it happens to be, wasting that time and that resource that you could have been spending, spending like focusing on your own local business or whatever your niche market or your specialty happens to be. Right. Now, let me ask you something, because I got a personal opinion on this, so I want your opinion on it. What do you th- Do you believe in scripts? I do. Yes and no. Uh, So the answer is yes and the answer is no. So if you are, uh, let me, uh, how do I want to say this? If you're a salesperson through and through, okay, if you pick this up and say, this looks like money, scripts, okay, if you're making 50 to 100 phone calls a day, if you get up in the morning and say, okay, I'm going to hit the phones and I'm not going to stop until I got a listing appointment, scripts. Okay. Makes sense. If you are not that person, if you're not grinding all day long, if you are an emotional thinker and decision maker and you serve people from that an emotional care standpoint, conversation is way more powerful, way more powerful. Because if an emotional delivery or an emotional decision maker or an emotional value deliverer uh, tries to use scripts, they sound like a robot and it takes all the power away. Your power, your superpower as, as, a, as a salesperson that is, is the personality that really cares and really gets a lot out of the relationship and builds a relationship, puts thought and time and energy into building that, that relationship with somebody. Don't do scripts, do conversations. And conversations are easy. It's just bullet points. You take a sticky pad, you put it right on your screen. You say, these are the qualifying questions. This is the path. Like I got a, I got a super, super simple conversational script that will take somebody through the entire uh, qualification process and figure out whether or not they have a listing to sell, prioritizing which direction you want to go. But it's about it's about this long, and it's really just bullet points on a conversation. That's it. So if you need to be hyper, hyper, hyper efficient, and you're making phone call after phone call, and you've got an auto dialer going, and I've done that before, and I've run ISA teams, internal sales agent teams, and that's all they do, script, 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 script. Conversations will kill your time. Right? You need to be in and out, surgical strike. you got to be on the phone, engaging with the customer, identifying whether or not they're going to be spend, uh, qualified for your time, and then get off the phone as quickly as possible so you can move on to the next one. That's all scripts. You can't have conversations and build a best friend in three seconds, in three minutes, right? Okay, So that's one style, but the other style is, so what? Your conversation. So it might take you 10, 15, 20 minutes for you to actually, you know, warm somebody up or get yourself warmed up and really build that relationship with them and get them to the next stage. That doesn't matter. 
It just means that you make less phone calls, but put more intense effort into that conversation and relationship. It, there's no right or wrong way. It really depends on who you are as an agent. Every one of us has a superpower. You just got to tap into your superpowers. It's true. Well, now you hit the hammer on the nail when you're talking robotics and stuff. I'm like thinking right there. I go, oh man, how'd you? I didn't, you know, expect you to talk about me when you brought it up. <laughs> because yeah, I I cannot script at all. I mean, I see your perspective on that, and I didn't think of it in terms of that perspective because I'm an anti-script person. Yeah. But I'm also but believing in authenticity. Yeah, but I'm a communicator, it's like you said, an emotional, right? Like it's, and then maybe that's why, right? Because I think for me, I, I see scripts as uh, fake, for lack of a better description. And I get the purpose of them. And if you're going to sit there and call somebody and go, uh, 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 yeah, for sure, script it up. But <laughs> if you can flow with the conversation, then I don't believe in using scripts. Um, yeah. I still believe you need to know your product knowledge. Like that's number one. Don't yeah. go be go, don't be going out there calling people, then get a question and go, oh, I didn't research it. You're calling somebody in an area. You better damn well know everything that's going on in that area before you call. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that's all strategic dialing, right? So if you're if you're pulling a phone list off of a neighborhood and things like that, researching the neighborhood, doing a general CMA, knowing your absorption rates, all that kind of stuff, that's really important. The amenities of schools, things like that. But that doesn't take a lot of time. It's just a bit a little bit of research, and you can put all that stuff on another bullet point right on your computer as you're making your phone calls. Just we're doing right now. Look, oh yeah. You know, there's uh, this school over there and the, oh, I went to that restaurant the other night. It's a beautiful neighborhood. Yada, yada, yada. You can have a conversation, pull all that kind of good stuff in. But yeah, you do have to do your research first before you do that. It doesn't take much. Same kind of effort as doing a CMA as a realtor, but then you're, you're hyper qualified and it's right at the tip of your tongue. Actually, it's right at the tip of your sticky note that you need to put on your computer so that you remember that stuff. And that's one of the ways that you start looking and feeling like that area expert, right? Exactly. Now let me ask you something. New, a, new person wants to get into the business, brand new agent, uh, or want to, you know, want to be a brand new agent. What uh, advice would you give that person who's, you know, just enrolled into Humber or whatever? What just enrolled it? Okay, so graduated. Just enrolled. They want. They want to get in there. They're thinking about getting in the industry. Yeah. Um, they're a little nervous. What would what would be the steps in your opinion to start out? Like, how would they start? Uh, I'm a big fan of mentorship. So there's people out there that are guiding people through the Humber courses and things. Uh, uh, there's somebody that I work with, a partner of mine, Tori Akini. She's she runs a she runs a Facebook group for Humber real estate students. I think it's called uh, Real World Training for Humber real estate students. Hundreds of people in there right now taking her courses, and she does a ton of videos how to pass the courses, how to do this, how to do that. Um, it, really, just tap into other people that are going through the same experience that you are right now while you're in the courses because you don't make any money in real estate until you get your ticket to the show. So get your ticket, get your, get your license. Then you can start making money. Don't, you don't have to think about what am I going to do? What, how am I going to do this? Just pass your courses. Then just before you're ready to launch about 30 days before you start a pre-launch sequence and a pre-launch sequence is essentially getting your audience ready to start sending you business. And there's, there's a strategy behind it, and I coach people through that in my mentorship program. Oh, and the other thing is, is if you're graduating from Humber or soon to be graduating, take the damn challenge because it's designed for you, baby. Makes sense. Now, I want to be respectful of your time as well. Um, any last uh, things you want to uh, share? Uh, 
Yeah, the the biggest lesson I learned was tapping into other people's knowledge base and experience level. Uh, empty your cup. You you know a lot. You <laughs> you know a lot less than you think you do, and just tap into other people that have been there and done that. And and it's not an ego thing. Just think about this. You're on the path. Okay, we're on the path. All of us is on the path. There's no destination. Like there's like the destination is always going to be moving. It's always going to be evolving. You're on a path of growth. There's always going to be people before you and there's always going to be people after you. The people before you, they're the gurus. They're the people that you can look to for guidance as examples. Tap into that. Don't think that your past is going to help you get to where you want to go because you need to bridge that gap. You don't know what you don't know. They do. So tap into that stuff as much as you possibly can. It'll make you move so much faster, so much faster. And the other thing is, is that when you have knowledge and you have skill, I think that we have a moral obligation to pass that on and pay it forward. And not only does it enhance your own ability to grow, because as you teach, you actually grow and gain experience and, and gain perspective. Man, I've grown so much since I started coaching, mentoring and teaching, um, but also they need your help. Like even if you've only done 10 deals, a brand new baby real estate agent or agent in any industry, they have not done 10 deals. They don't know how to do that. So you've got good stuff that you can pass on and just get rid of the, get rid of the idea that everybody's your competition. Cause if you bring a group of people that you touch together and you serve them, you help them. And it doesn't matter if they're part of your brokerage or part of your team or even part of your particular industry and you help them become more successful or make their job easier, man, you're going to make a lot of money. It's going to be a lot easier on you, a ton easier. I just interviewed uh, Cheryl Easton again on my podcast. Uh, and she is the queen of getting referral income coming in. She made $300,000 last year, just off referrals just offer referrals. That's inbound business, no money spend, no advertising marketing spend, all based on relationships and making other people feel amazing about themselves and their, about their business, make it easy for them to do business with her. Wow. That, that is very powerful. And I agree with everything you just said there. That is awesome. I, I don't know what else to say, man, but thank you. I, I'm like full thank of you. gratitude for you coming onto the podcast. Oh, it's fun, man. I love jamming with uh, thought leaders and business leaders and coaches like you, man. This is a lot of fun. And for those of you who are interested in the challenge, megamomentumchallenge.com. Or if you're interested in getting some mentorship, megamomentum.team. Check me out. Or you can go to dustinpritchard.com and check out my resume. <laughs> Reach out anytime. I'd love to chat this. That is awesome, awesome, awesome. Again, thank you for being on the podcast. My pleasure. My pleasure. Now, guys, if you like this episode, subscribe down below. And if you want to uh, get the links that Dustin mentioned, you can click on them below as well as they will be in the show notes. Thank you for watching the John Papaloni Show.